If you get nothing from what we're saying tonight, our sporadicness and all this is that you're sitting on top of gold. Go revisit it mm-hmm. and go figure out how it applies to whatever you're doing now. You are listening to Digital Perspective Podcast. Hello, I'm Eddie, and I'm a 3D digital artist and a programmer. Hello, everyone. My name is Fuli Berroa. I am a 3D digital artist, photographer, and beat maker. That's a lot of stuff, for real. <laughs> You're going to have to start to shorten that up eventually. But <laughs> on that note, welcome to Digital Perspective Podcast, where we talk about all things digital art and the artist. But uh, uh, today's uh, topic is going to be unfinished projects. But before we talk about that, uh, how's your week been? Because you've had an interesting week. I've had many interesting weeks in the last few <laughs> weeks, for sure. Um, well, uh, at the time, right now, it is right uh, a week before I cross the stage. Yes. Woo! Um, it's going to be fun. Um, Eddie and I technically graduated together, but not everyone, because they're, my, our school is doing an in-person graduation. Not everybody really wants to do it, and that's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm one of those people that chose not to. It's It's... it's I understand for people that want to do it, but I also understand for people that don't want to do it. Like myself personally, the reason I'm not doing it is just because they limited the amount of people. And I understand because it's COVID. For me, I felt like it was important to have like the people, certain amount of people that's way over the, that's going to be over the limit there because it would mean more to them than me because I already have my diplomas. Like I'm good. Exactly. Exactly. Same. So so do I. Um, But I still want to cross the stage because... You know what? Why not? Um, but besides that, uh, I have been setting up an exhibition, my first solo exhibition. Uh, also, at our school, it's going to be there from... Uh, Big ball. Right? Uh, it's going to be there for <laughs> quite some time. It's going to be there from... Uh, it's going to be there from May to August. So, if you know who I am, I'm not really going to drop where this is. Uh, but if you know who we are, if you know who I am, you know where to find this guy. Yeah, I've, I've already seen it. I mean, I've, I've been privy to a lot of things anyway, so I've been privy to critiquing <laughs> You are it. an MVP. You are an MVP, so of course. Yeah, so I've seen it it's, and well-deserved on top of that. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, that is a solo exhibition because I won the Senior Art Award uh, at our school uh, for being excellent at art, I guess. He's, what, is the, what was the word that was used to describe you? Prolific. Pro- <laughs> Right. So that he was consistent, constantly putting out work, quality work, right? Which translates into something I, I believe in too wholeheartedly. Um, he outworked the entire room. I had to. I uh, n- This is going to sound a little cliche, but like as, as someone from my background, gay, black, Latino, I had to work hard. That's At least that's how I was made to feel for a lot of the time in art school. Well... I honestly, like, once you feel like you have that chip on your shoulder, yeah, and 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 I know people who use it in a negative way, but like for you, you use that chip on your shoulder as like motivation. Yeah, you know, uh, sometimes spite does wonderful things for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm, I'm, listen, I'm not sitting here telling you it doesn't. For people who know how to use, how to take a negative and turn it into a positive. It's a beautiful thing. You know, sometimes as artists, the, sometimes that's why all we got to do is turn all of the terrible stuff that happens to us in a regular basis. We got to turn it somehow. We got to turn that into, I don't know, a 
badly with flowers <laughs> to give you a picture of what bad things could be turned into. Um, and as long as you give them meaning, as long as you make these things from your heart, that's all that matters. Um, so everyone that's going to art school currently or just this advice that I'm about to say, um, it's primarily for art students. But if you are not an art student and you're listening to this advice right now, turn that advice to apply to your field. Uh, and what I'm going to say is that as someone who had to constantly put out work, um, someone who had to constantly prove myself that I had something promising to give, um, I used this to really, really, really just let me drive what I was going to make. I was ambitious, but I was ambitious in a realistic way. I knew what I wanted, but I understand that you may not know what that is. Work on that. It's fine. It takes time. Not everybody works at the same pace. Don't worry about that. The next person next to you is having so many different accomplishments in their life. That's okay. You will get there at some point yourself too. If you're in your 20s, specifically if you're in your mid-20s and you feel like you have not achieved something in life, don't give the f*** up. Keep going. Come on. Life, it, you have a full life ahead of you. Um, I was coming out of college thinking, gosh, I got no awards. I got no nothing. And then, bam, I was surprised with this award because I literally applied to this award the day before it was due. Oh, yes, right. I remember we were talking about it. Yeah, we, we were uh, messaging back and forth. I applied to this award thing the day before it was due. Yeah. So just find just find whatever it is that you think is going to motivate you for life. Find that. If it's going to take you a month, a week, a year, three, five, do it. As long as you're doing the work, that's what matters. Piggyback on that real quick. I guess like, I want to add like age doesn't really matter. Like the older you are, whatever. Like I know there's people that like have to do like career moves and changes. Like I'm one of those people that had to do that stuff. And there's advantages when you have to make moves because life happens. You shouldn't look at it as something negative. You should actually look at it as something like a new, a new part of your life. Like I always feel like I tell people I go. I feel like my childhood was so long ago. It was its own life when I was. In my 20s, it was his own life, you know. Before I was married, it was his own life. Yeah, we all live multiple lives. Um, some of us are, It's for some of us, it's easier to say that. For some others, it's not so easy. But again, don't, don't let that, don't let that shit stop you. Because you yourself are stopping yourself from unleashing your own full potential. Oh, yeah, definitely. We have, we have talked about things like this before. It's like we ourselves are our worst own enemies. I've said these words in this podcast before and I'm saying them again. Um, cause those are words that I will tell to myself too. So yeah. So we, we have this in, in season one. You know, the, yeah. season one is like the self help book. <laughs> it, it pretty much, it pretty really much. is. And, and it really is. And like with that being said, don't, don't get too worked with the fact that, oh, that, all of my accomplishments may make me seem perfect and all that stuff. No, if I will, if only you knew how many unfinished projects I would, I am sitting on currently. How many unfinished topics are you sitting on? Have you ever asked yourself that question? I, I, I have like maybe probably 50 or so. Like as far as like unfinished projects, like even the topics, even like ideas, stuff in my sketchbook. Like there are so many things that I want to do, and I hate it. Like does this happen to you? This happens to me where I'm about to fall asleep, 
And all of a sudden, ideas start popping into my head mm-hmm. about stuff I want to do. And I'll write it down. I'll sketch it down or whatever. Yep. Yep. I I, I I have to be better about doing that kind of stuff. I did it a few times here and there uh, in the fall. Uh, and it worked perfectly, let me tell you. And I don't know why I don't continue doing it. Um, but most of the time, I do my stuff from memory or imagination. Sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's not so great. There's the days that it will work so good for you. Then there's the days that it won't. I, the reason I started doing it is what happened was I'll run into a story in my head. And I'll fall asleep and wake up and not remember much of it. So, um, so I, I, the phone that I own is a Galaxy Note phone. And the reason I own a Galaxy Note phone is because it has a pen so that I can write or sketch things as they happen because I'm not going to put a book next to me. And I could take those little sketches and then actually get into my actual sketchbook and elaborate on it. I do a sim, I have a similar thing. I have an app that I can doodle on i've had this app for years uh it is called paper it is currently owned by we transfer um it's an awesome app i again i've used it ever since i was a freshman in college uh i used to use it now that that's on the that's on an apple i believe it's on apple but i also believe it's for it's available currently in the play store i could be wrong so but but what do you use it on I use it on my iPhone. So that you know, like, I'm an Android user. He's an Apple user when it comes to phones. So we're going to give you options. Yes. So just in case you're listening and you don't you have one or the other, exactly. there's options for you. You all know Apple Apple phones do not bring a pen. That's okay. There is the Apple Pencil that you can absolutely use on your phone. But then the phone itself does not have a storage for the pen, nor has a magnet like the iPad. Yeah. I don't understand, like, not to go on a tangent. Matter of fact, we're going to bring this up on the on, on launch. We're going to do Tech Talk Part 2, all right? Just so you know, that's our launch. Talk. Tech Talk Part 2. We'll get into this. My gripes with Apple. My gripes with Android. All right. We can do that for sure, yeah. Um. So, yeah, this 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 app, called again, it's called Paper. Um. You can just search Paper on either, uh, obviously, the App Store uh, and then maybe also the Play Store. Um, if you cannot find it in the Play Store, it's probably called Paper by WeTransfer. That's how sometimes it used to show up like that on, on the iPhone. It doesn't show like that anymore. Uh, but you can do anything, anything that you want in there. It's pretty much, again, it's pretty much a digital notebook on your phone. So um, for those of you that have a note, you, you know, just take the S Pen out and go to town. For those of you that have tablets with a writing thing, same thing. Like if you have you happen to have the iPad Pro next to you or one of the Galaxy tabs, you can do the same thing. But, for, but like unless you have like oh what's that phone? LG Stilo? Yeah, the Stilo that has a pen. Um, but if you're on an Android and you just want to take notes down, I think that same thing will work. Your notes will work. Or what's good too for both of them is just record a note like by voice. Yes, I used, I once upon a time used to do some uh, voice recordings of how I wanted a piece to look. Um, but now I just tested this out right now. Uh, if you don't want to download any any apps, because I understand there's a hassle sometimes when downloading apps. Um, the Notes app on iPhones also let you to draw on them. Use that too. But here's the thing. Don't draw something and forget about it and never execute your idea. I mean, great, you keep you're skipping your ideas in the vault, but then it falls under the category of 
unfinished projects. And there's a lot of that. Like there, I'm, I guarantee you right now, if you're in creative of any type, if you're not even creative, honestly, like if you're just a person of any type, you got projects somewhere in your home that you started and you never finished and you might have given up because and, and there's there's reasons to give up on projects like it's not gonna work the way you thought it was going to that's fine you you go ahead you start from scratch or you just give up on it altogether because you may not have the means to do it right now another thing is you thought it was a good idea at the time and the execution is just horrible no but those aside there are projects that you have right now that sh- that they fell into this like void of nowhereisms because you just didn't know where to put them. Start thinking like if you're a digital, like if you're an artist, honestly, if you're a creative, if you're an artist, start thinking about series. And this goes into the realm of fine art. A lot of stuff that you do is going to be in series. So there's a lot of ideas that you have or things that you started executing or sketches that you have lying around. Go back and look at those things because they might fall into a series that you might want to do. That's pretty much how I go about my work. That's how I mastered the level of organization I have achieved in my hard drive. But honestly, that is only with one folder. Dude, that's dangerous. <laughs> the rest of the rest of my hard drive is a total mess and I know that there's a lot of us out there that live in a messy hard drive. That's okay. That's okay. But sometimes our messiness gets in our way. Right. You definitely should start going into like your old stuff. You should pick a day that you know nothing's going to happen or a series of days and just start going through it and making subfolders where they might go. And then once everything's organized, take all those subfolders out. And then this way you can see if you need them. I know writers do that. Writers. Writers have these ideas, yes. these paragraphs, these characters and stuff, and they're in these folders. And then when something comes up, yeah. they'll pluck yeah. them out. For sure. For sure. I have never really done that because everything that I worked on has followed specific guidelines of how they should look and how aesthetics and stuff like that. Um, but if I ever do, I think I think I will follow. I think I will follow that kind of strategy that they use of like, okay, if I'm not sure on what to use this, I'm going to put it in this folder. Uh, if I'm using this, I'm going to put it in this folder. But I also understand, for example, like one of the reasons why I haven't really organized my, at least my my visual arts hard drive, I have multiple hard drives. Um, it's because a lot of the files that I have that are just scattered around those files have folder attachments to like maya files after effects files so like if i move the file itself to another folder it's leaving whatever files i brought in in another folder it's once i open it it's going to be a whole mess so if you're organized if you have done this at all and you're organizing your hard drive and this is happening make sure that you absolutely go into the file first pin down whatever other files that you need to pin down so you don't get anything lost in the process and put them all together uh, if you're in a mac i know macs have the, abil- uh, the ability to multiple select multiple files and folders and then you can create a folder with that selection that's like one of the easiest ways that you can do things another thing too is um if you're using Maya, there's a folder there that you can create and you can put all your assets in there. 
So like if you have, because sometimes you'll have multiple assets that are working on multiple files, copy those assets into that file. And then this way you can read it off that file in that same project folder. So this way everything is contained. When you work in After Effects, Audition, stuff like that, um, if you have stuff on your desktop, when you save, it'll give you the option of making copies to put into another folder. Yes. You should do that so that they're copied into this other folder and they're saved there. You don't have to worry about that. Um, for I believe the same thing happens to Cinema 4D and Blender. But, but what Julio's saying is, is true. Just if you have multiple assets that are being used in different places, copy and paste them into the folder. Keep everything self-contained. Mm-hmm. So this way, when you open the project up and it tells you, oh, we can't find it, oh, you already know it's in the same folder. So you can just go and point to it and everything will be okay. You know, and then it's in the you organize. Exactly. Because that's important. Like you want to, you don't want to be messy because I was the same way and I would have projects that use the same assets and they would be somewhere else and I would go to class or I would go somewhere else to show somebody something. And they weren't there. And like, and this is not just like art stuff. This was like um, computer, like when I was doing web work, when I was doing um, small little mm-hmm. programs where things were somewhere else and um, the program wouldn't execute at all because yep. they didn't have the associated files. Or if I'm doing a website, mm-hmm. you know, the CSS is somewhere else or the assets for that thing are somewhere else. And I didn't bring them with me. And now I have no website. <laughs> Sometimes this black hole that we have of unfinished projects in our hard drive, sometimes we don't really know what to do with them. Again, that's totally okay. Right now, we are specifically talking about digital artists, but a lot of the things that we're talking about can be applied to pretty much anything. So think accordingly. (laughs) Yeah. Like, eventually we want to find out who's listening to us. Yeah. Because we know, like, we have people from different countries and by the way our most consistent listener shout out to you france yes thank you thank you thank you now you you are our day one (laughs) thank you so much uh we really really appreciate it yeah so um yeah like we have people listening to us from all around the world and like we're under the assumption that people listen to us for like digital art or because they just happen to like the stuff we're talking about because a lot of the times, and, and obviously we covered this earlier episode, like in what was it, episode 11? Yeah, 11. When we were talking about the first 10 episodes, where basically like of the first 10 episodes is like, we were still in 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 university, in college, yeah. you know, in art school, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> you know, college, because that's where we were. Yes. Um, and so we're in there and we're going through all this stuff. and. It was wild pressure because I basically hoodwinked Julio into saying, I'm going to do this podcast and you're going to do it with me. <laughs> pretty much. That's pretty, that's pretty much how it went down. <laughs> and, 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 and to be perfectly honest, I just couldn't think of anybody else I wanted to really do this with that it would actually work because we have the same field, but we're so different in the same field. And um, like this, like, there's a lot mm-hmm. of similarities between us. Like, we're both Latino, yes. right? We but are. if you look at us, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, he's 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 gay, I'm straight. He's dating, I'm married. But it none of that matters because exactly. 
um, we have the same passion. And like, for me, it was like, that was so perfect to me, you know, like even age, like we're, we have, I, I think I have you, but like 10 years or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Well, let's, but we're not going to get it. We're not going to get into the actual details of the age. Yeah, I, look, listen, I'm a vampire. I haven't aged like 20 years, so it doesn't matter. Uh, just, just so people know, Ed is a vampire. I'm an eternal. That's, that's how things go down. But like, thank you again to our listeners all over the world because you know who you are thank you again um unfinished projects man like get them like honestly get them done because here's why here's the thing i went back and just just to give you a little personal example on three different things i went back on something that i was just sketching in my head that i thought would be fun and i used it in a project when i was in college the professor loved it and it was something, it was just an idea that I was just messing around with that I thought would, would, would not work. Um, another one actually became the logo I use on my IG, actually the logo I use in general. And um, that was an idea I had that I had an opportunity to exercise in a class. And it worked out. Another thing is, um, was it like a digital media 2 thing? And I went back to it and I, you know, I completed it actually. And I put it up on Instagram because it was, it made sense for like COVID and stuff. And a lot of people identified and understood what that meant, you know, and these are our throwaway ideas. But as you go forward, you start to realize, like, oh, wait a minute, I, I did something. Hold on. Like, that works. Yeah. yeah. I have a, I have another example about that too. And this example is more related to my music than anything else. With my recent album, Wave Rider, there is a couple of songs in there that I made years ago when I started making music. And in the process of like, oh, how many songs do I want to have? What is the overall sound of this album? And what am I doing overall? I went back and listened to that older stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to rework this mm-hmm. song. And yeah. even songs that I made last year, I was like, "You, I really love, I really love this song. But right now it doesn't fit what I am currently ambitioning it, but I'm going to make it fit. Because there was one song you had out already and you remixed it to the new album. Yes, I did. I did. But not so much remix, but it was restructured. Which is technically okay. which is technically a remix of within within of it, within and of itself. If you really look into that. Right. Like I'm not a musical engineer, so I'm gonna use words <laughs> That's okay. and Julio will correct me. <laughs> That's okay. It's not much of a correction, it's just like, yes, but here is another word that you can use for that. Another perfect example of unfinished projects is our conversation right now. Our conversation tonight is is it has been all over the place, uh, <laughs> and we have been finishing it here and there throughout this entire conversation. That's exactly that's exactly how things happen, and that's okay. Ideas are like water; it is up to you to put them in a glass. What shape will that glass be? That is a question for you to answer now. All right, just I love that lovely Bruce Lee isms. <laughs> <laughs> It is, but it is, but it is, it is, true. It is like, true. If you get nothing from what we're saying tonight, our sporadicness and all this is that you're sitting on top of gold. Go revisit it mm-hmm. and go figure out how it applies to whatever you're doing now. Not everything will, some things will. And those things that do, they make it work for you. Exactly. I think we did our advice for the week in our random talk. So 
I'm not even going to bother with anything like that. <laughs> we did we did two advices. You got two advices in this episode. Y'all. You did actually. Now that I think about it, you really did. So let's let's go ahead and wrap this up here. Um, if you enjoy what we're doing, um, word of mouth. Go ahead, just tell somebody or post this wherever you're going to post this, and let everybody know. Hey, listen, these hey. these people over here doing some really really fun things, some really cool things. You might learn some stuff. Um, rate us or leave a comment on iTunes, on Spotify, or whatever your preferred method or platform is. Follow us on Digital Perspective Pod on Instagram and Pod underscore Perspective on Twitter. And that's it. That's all I have for you. So, Julio, what do you got to say? Nothing. All right, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs>